Welcome to What a Time to Be Alive, the only podcast counting down everything this week that made you say, What a Time to Be Alive. And now, Patrick Monahan, Kath Barbadoro, and Eli Uden. Folks, welcome to What a Time to Be Alive, the only podcast that counts down things each week that makes you say the thing that's the title of the podcast. I'm Patrick Monahan. I'm Kath Barbadoro. <laughs> I'm Eli Uden. Patty fell asleep halfway Patty's through the intro. Struggling. I did with a wave of ennui just halfway through done. there. I got it done. We all heard it. It was there. <laughs> Are you okay? I'm I'm just tired. I had a long I had a long couple days. I had a long uh, you know. So uh, yeah, I'm Yeah, good. you were road mm-hmm. tripping, huh? Yeah. Cross Where'd you country. go? How was uh, it? It was good. I was in DC. Um, I was also in Florida before that. And uh, yeah, you know. It was good, but I'm back. All my stuff is all, because I was gone for so long, all my stuff is like not organized and not set up, which is going to be a great thing to come back to, to have to figure out. How did it get uh, more disorganized when you were gone? Just you like, like I took grounds? a lot of stuff. So it's like, oh, okay. you know, so I have to like, you know, set everything back up, you know, because I had to kind of live my life for a month down there. So I just, I, I just live hate... out of my suitcase if I do that until it's empty. Do that like I when I go away I need to do so much preparation so that I don't come back and like hate my life like it's it sucks like I forgot about this until I went to Austin how much I need to do like before I go somewhere because like if I come back and even if there's like dirty laundry I'm like I hate this I want to go back on vacation this sucks like I like <laughs> I do all I like do all my linens I make my bed I like do all my laundry I clean everything because otherwise my when linens. I come back <laughs> no, I mean, you you've seen my apartment right like i'm not being fancy I having linens i know i just love the the use of linens it's very <laughs> a, lot like, of linen, a lot of linens in that apartment. my shrouds so i have to clean my shrouds i have to yeah i have to dry clean all of my caftans and mm. uh my flowing <laughs> house dresses and yeah yeah so i i feel your pain coming back and feeling like stuff is not where you want it to be yeah i think i'm just gonna oh, push that great. Kick that can down the road uh, until at least <laughs> tomorrow, I think. Tonight's going to be ordering some garbage and watching, uh, seeing what the gang on Mayor of Easttown gets up to next. Or Bring something. me oh, the yeah. garbage. I don't know what yeah. that show is, and I don't really want care to find out. <laughs> it's, about a, it's about a lady who becomes, like yeah, I think it's pretty good. I just um, keep seeing different posts, and each one confuses me more about what it is. Like, I saw it was like a drawing of like a teddy bear, and it was like Mirror of Easttown. And I'm like, what the fuck is this show? Like, I literally <sighs> thought it was about a horse for a while. Yeah, so that's like their the fault. mayor of Easttown. Yeah, I, I like keep like a famous horse. In- yeah, I keep waiting to see when she's going to get elected. Like, they haven't even had the primaries <laughs> yet. Yeah, <laughs> it's very confusing. Um, oh. No, I think I think it's good. Uh, I, I enjoy it. If you like a if you like a nice uh, crime show with like a uh, somewhat unstable female protagonist. It's uh, it's probably for you. Mm. Check it out. Speaking yeah. of road tripping and and those horse names, we have our second <laughs> forbidden sound drop now. We have joining joining in the vault the the cursed footage of Kath doing impressions. <laughs> we also the car horn is dead. The car horn has been yeah, requested to be. <laughs> this is Shelby's have, very sad that he we can't have play. Banned, it. Yeah, no, we have all <laughs> exercised our veto on Shelby. We're deep. We're stifling his creativity. We're deplatforming him. He is no longer allowed to use the car horn. No longer allowed to blast a car horn at, <laughs> at random intervals. <laughs> we're doing we're, do, we're doing cancel culture. Uh, we right are. Now. It's really road safety more than anything. I think is the the, the Americans here. have the right to slam on their brakes due to a podcast. 
Yeah. That's I just, it's the, it's the rear end law. It's the in, the person behind them should have also been listening to What a Time and known yeah. to mm-hmm. uh, to slam on their brake. We get sent some news story like podcast causes pileup, and we're like, oh, uh oh, uh oh, whoops. I mean, we, we drove like 1,200-ish miles in each direction, you know, like over the course of, you know, the, and yeah, man. super lost. We drove 1,200 yeah, we, miles. Yeah, we didn't get, we didn't get there. Uh, in either no. direction. We're back where we started. We just fucked yeah. up. But it's like, I had forgotten, man. People uh, are assholes out there, man, yeah. on the road. It's not, it's not good. Uh, a lot of people aren't even, aren't even like doing the bare minimum. You know, they're like, you're, you're going... 70 and they're like less than a car length behind you it's like you know i mean uh you should be able to drop an like an oil slick or like a you know throw like a green shell through their windshield or something you know yeah. that should be that should just be legal it's like get out of here like this is not good for you if i stop you know what i mean i saw like, a tailgating what? tweet and i was like yeah. patty's feeling the rage I'm patty's mad. patty's getting road rage it is like i was talking about this when i was in austin because i do like New York drivers are kind of crazy and and aggressive, but they're at least like pretty communicative. Like they're good at signaling, and they're you like kind of can figure out what other people are up to. In Austin, if you see a turn signal on, it is a 50-50 chance it is on by accident. Like there yeah. is no way yeah. to tell what the fuck people are doing. It's not. And, I mean, it's, uh, like it's terrifying. The, terrifying. The worst. The worst kind of person to be near or around is somebody who's like a weird mix of like confident and tentative at the same time. Like, so they're just completely unpredictable. Like we were driving out of DC today and a lady like stopped at a, at a a roundabout, just like stopped. Like they're, you know, like, like before getting in and it's like, I'm sorry, is this your first time? Like, you know, I I don't know. DC roundabout. Just like kind of, that's insane. Yeah. It was not good. We like slammed on the brakes and everything, you know, whatever, but just like, yeah, okay. Got to stay away from this person because they are, not fit for uh, you know uh, public uh, consumption. <laughs> yeah, consumption. I kind of want to ask where you think the worst drivers in America live, but I don't want to like get our listeners mad. So I'm I, yeah, scared. I, I, don't, I don't have a strong enough opinion about about like geographically where people are. Yeah. I, I just I've heard all the the opinions on stuff or whatever, but I don't I don't know. Yeah, I, I will like, say I'll, I'm brave enough to say my opinion, which is because I I have I have family there. I feel like I'm somewhat of this place uh people in rhode island are fucking insane i don't know what it is about that 50 square mile state but uh they are psychos on the road i you're not driving rhode island it's bad i rarely have driven like honestly in my life that many times but yeah you've never like had a car or anything right never owned a car cities and stuff yeah i think I'm always freaked out whenever it's like in a smaller town, like like anywhere that like it seems like the main thing to do is for people to like get drunk and then drive home. Like that's yeah. more freaks me out. Or I'm just like everybody's just drunk driving all the time. But yeah, I don't. I, I I do believe that. I think horns should have like either you should only get like a couple honks a year, or they need to be on a cool down. Like if you honk, like you can't honk again for like. Yeah. I don't know, whatever's reasonable, like another minute, like it'll just blink <laughs> on your dashboard and be like, yeah. you know, it'll give you a countdown. Yeah. Just and you like, can't, le- you shouldn't be able to lean on the horn. Uh, for like, yeah. if, if you, you lean should on get the a horn max for- five seconds and yeah. then it's done. Five seconds is a long time. I feel like more than more than two seconds, five, the, air, yeah, the, seconds the airbag is... should just go off. Like you should just get rocked. <laughs> That's what they should do. They're like, you must be about to crash, you asshole. So here you go. Wham. <laughs> That's the thing. Yeah. It deploys your airbags if you, because I do think there are, possible situations where you would want to honk for five seconds there is no possible situation where you want to honk for 30 seconds that's unless not unless you're a goose 
Shelby is so upset that we are talking about car horns and he can't play a car oh, horn. No. He's going um, nuts. I crashed my car because I thought there was a goose in the car. <laughs> That's found the... a loophole. Um, <laughs> yeah. off the road because you hear a goose honk. Oh no, there's well, a goose in the car. <laughs> I, I feel like it's also like less scary in, in New York because, like, you know, depending on where you are, but a lot of times if like you're in the city, like, it's probably a fender bender. Like the highway and stuff. Slow. Like, yeah. Like you're not gonna flip your car in manhattan like you're not you're not hitting yeah. that speed but like i mean going 70 i don't drive enough it's like going like 70 just by itself i'm like i feel like if i make any adjustment on the wheel i'm just gonna barrel roll maybe that's too many movies um, maybe yeah. that's how i feel about biking too like biking here is definitely very dangerous but it's it's really only dangerous if you have to encounter like certain roads because like biking through the sort of like grid of brooklyn is not that scary because you can only go like 20 miles an hour. You know what I mean? Like if yeah. you if you obey the traffic laws and you don't get like too reckless, you're, you're it's not like you're probably going to be OK because cars can't go that fast. So like they're going to see you because they're not moving so fast that they will not see you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Famous last words. Please don't play yeah. this at my funeral when I get hit by a fucking car. <laughs> Buy but... a helmet immediately. Well, <laughs> at least I mean, you know that if, if you do definitely get hit by wear a, car, a helmet, like, yeah. Y- yeah. I mean, if you get hit, like, you know, no matter how uh, reckless the car driver is, you can rest assured that nothing will happen to them. They will face yeah. no consequences <laughs> for killing a person. Yeah, uh, that seems the, to be the case. The, the absolute is- scariest thing about it is uh, the possibility of getting doored is like very frightening. Oh, yeah. Because I've seen like I've never come that close, but I've been like biking far enough away and seen the door open and been like, I could have easily been a foot from that and slammed my face into that person's door and they would, you know, be none yeah. the wiser. Like... That seems very frightening. I'm I'm biking still worries me more because there's a lot of like I mean I feel like a lot of like Uber and Lyft drivers do that thing where they're like I'll make up so much time by going like they Being treat every block like a drag race. They're like how fast yeah. can I get to the next light? And it's like just that. I mean biking is not <laughs> you're not protected by much unless you're on one no. of those city bikes because those things weigh like 400 pounds. I feel like you could take down like small. <laughs> that is like the those. SUV of bikes. Like they're <laughs> they're like a tank. They're so heavy. It weighs so fucking much. And I don't know if it's like by design or what, but or if they're just like, hey, this is how we can get people to stop cross like taking these from Brooklyn into Manhattan is by making them weigh 400 pounds. But the thing I was doing in Austin a lot that like I was very embarrassed by, but it also rocked was they have those like little rideshare scooters, the like oh, little yeah. electric scooters. Man, those are fun. Those yeah, are so will. fun. I didn't want anyone to see me using it because it it feels like you just feel like an asshole on one, especially because I was staying in this neighborhood that's like j- rapidly gentrifying and stuff. And it's like my fucking white asshole riding a dumb scooter through this neighborhood with like yeah is that what one of the ones that you just like you just leave and you don't have to do anything with one of yeah those, pretty like, much yeah well, I, I i i cannot wrap my head around how that works it's it seems completely insane to me that that's how it is because like they, they have them in they have in dc and, and they're just they're literally like, they're just like on they're just like standing up on the sidewalk and like somebody yeah. like you're left it there and that's it it's like nobody like ha- there's no and I guess like the companies come and pick them up if nothing happens or obviously if it's not engaged, I guess you can pick it up using your app on your phone or whatever. But mm-hmm. it's it's just that entire 
like it's like leave a penny take a penny but for a motor vehicle it's like completely insane to me i would say you're lucky if they're standing up like whenever i've been in dc and they've been around it usually looks like someone like just literally like ghost rode them all. like just got to where they were going and just stepped off without stopping it and it's usually <laughs> yeah. like on a lawn Chucked somewhere. it somewhere yeah yeah i think the My companies thing about get around them is oh go ahead the companies get around i think like because if they made docking stations they'd have to like pay for that space or whatever. So they're just right. this weird place where it's like, well, it's public property, so you can just leave who, like, private who, property Who charges everywhere. the batteries? Or like, what happens with that? Like, how does they that drive work? I think they come around and like pick them up. And and they hold it. They're, they're so like, I think their batteries last a really long time. My question about it is that like, I'm not like, you know, I'm not like an elite athlete or anything, but like I have pretty good hand-eye coordination and, you know, uh, like, and riding them, I was like, this is fine. I don't feel worried, but I feel like somebody who is a little less coordinated than me would have a little bit of trouble. Like a little drunker. They're yeah, like they're not the easiest thing in the world. Like they're not hard, but having like no barrier to entry and anyone can rent them helmetlessly. They go like yeah. 20 miles an hour. Yeah. Like you could you could absolutely do some damage on one of those. And they still very much have this scooter thing of like yeah, you know, like the, the steering mechanism of having like a two-inch wide wheel on the end of a long pole yeah. is not meant for like adjustments at 20 miles an hour. <laughs> like, you know, right, it's like the old right. scooters. Just like I remember riding them when I was in Austin and I was just like, I hope there's no like pebble in a intersection because <laughs> I'll just die. I'll just get run over four <laughs> times. I'll be pancaked into the ground. But Yeah, I, I, I don't know how they are like still allowed to be because like, they, yeah, they just seem ripe for lawsuits and problems, but they cost way less than like an Uber or a Lyft. And I was in a pretty densely populated area. So I just, I was zooming all over the place. It was vroom, great. Vroom, vroom. Yeah, vroom. yeah. life, life is return. I was saying that part of it is a bit of a sleepy cast from Kath's sick. Patty's yeah. traveling. I was, I apologize for s- sniffing into the microphone. I'm trying to keep it to a minimum. I, I did an emergency neti pot right before this. Yeah. Don't know Kath- how much it's helping. Kath piled a bunch of Adderall on top of her microphone, and whenever she's starting to drift off, that's what that sniff is. Just oh man, I watched. Uh, I was saying I watched um, the the Halston show on Netflix. It's like a Ryan Murphy like biopic miniseries about this uh, a designer Halston who was like he's like a big Studio Fifty Four guy, and there was a part where he was like talking on the phone. And he, his phone was all like fucked up. Like the the person on the other end who was Liza Minnelli couldn't hear him. And he got somebody to come like fix his phone. And the next day they were like, yeah, there was so much cocaine in your phone that it was oxidizing the wires. <laughs> and he was like, what? And then he was, and then his like friend was like, you sit on the phone doing bumps of cocaine and the cocaine falls into the receiver and they like pour out like like a, a generous handful of cocaine out of this phone. It was oh, very like an funny old school headset, like an old yeah, like a Full regular sizer. landline phone because it was the eighties, and yeah, he just was dropping cocaine into the receiver. Don't know if that was a true story, but it made me laugh. Yeah, I, so I'm I not was, doing Adderall off my off my microphone. <laughs> yeah, to clarify, it's not true. It's just <laughs> the sniffles. Not this um, time. <laughs> yeah. No, I like. I, I feel like I had my fo- my most normal night like since you know everything started because I'm fully vaccinated. Most people I know are where I like went and saw a movie and then went out and it was very fun. But also like my body does not. <laughs> it was like 
doing two things was the equivalent of like if I'd worked, I felt like I worked like a double or something. Yeah. Like, oh my God. I'm getting you know. so overwhelmed by like the smallest amount of tasks now because my brain is like not <laughs> used mm-hmm. to doing things again. What movie did you see? Uh, fa- new, <laughs> uh, Fast and the Furious Tokyo Drift. Perhaps you've heard of it. You went That's to a like, movie where that was playing? They're playing at the Times Square Theater. They're playing like each <gasps> of the Fast and the Furiouses like oh, in order ass. until the new one comes out. And uh, honestly, kind of holds up. It's it's pretty it's great. Fun. And it was like, I, I didn't know as much. I saw it uh, Brett Arnold, who, like some of you might know for the pop, but he was telling me like, I didn't know who the directors and stuff are because I was surprised that a movie from like what, like er, mid 2000s that took place in Japan was not, there weren't more like a yeesh like moments like it was because Justin Lin directed it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But I was like ready for a lot of like mm. you eat raw fish like ew, <laughs> like shit like that. <laughs> but it's still it's a weird fucking movie, but it it's fun. And then yeah, that, the, the main, the main guy, dude's like a southern dude, right? Oh, so yeah, they, they, they definitely could have leaned, in, leaned into that. That's for he sure. has a deep southern accent, too. Like he doesn't have like the southern drawl. He has that like. That like whistly one where he's like key. He's like so far gone. But what favorite, word were you what word were you saying? Can't. It's not like like oh, yeah, you know yeah. things are like can't, but he's like he literally was like can't. He's like, I can't get in the curve. It's like so deep. <laughs> but my he's favorite the, thing yeah. that was so good. No, he's the he's the dude, the dude from the Friday Night Lights movie, I believe. Right? Oh, is he? The, the, I think he's the quarterback from that, yeah. if I remember right. He's got that vibe. He would be good in the Friday Night Lights. But my favorite, and it's all, I don't actually, you know, it's Fast and the Furious. Like, who gives a shit? But my favorite thing about it that they just clearly were like, this doesn't really make sense, but also like, fuck it, is that, you know, he, so he's a bad kid. He does too much street racing. So he gets sent to live with his dad in Japan. And he, he, he does not speak Japanese, which they established by him being like, I can't speak Japanese. And they just enroll him in a regular Japanese high school. So like he sits, according to the movie or whatever, they don't really go into it. He just goes into a classroom and sits there for eight hours while people speak fully fluently speak a language he doesn't understand. <laughs> so like he starts skipping school and I would be like, why wouldn't he skip school? He doesn't understand a fucking word they're saying. Like they're, yeah. it's not even like- a, I think you, they do that in real life. Like that, I feel like there were kids at my high school that they, that did that. Like, But not, they got no ESL classes. They got nothing like that. I they guess they probably had other stuff that they yeah. did besides- just no, going to like, class, but this dude was like, it seemed like they were like, okay, you're in eleventh grade. We're just gonna put you into an eleventh grade class where they're teaching the same stuff you would learn, but it's all in Japanese, and you <laughs> don't luck. speak Japanese, <laughs> like have pretty fun. much, yeah. Like I just wanted it, you could have gotten such a huge laugh line. I feel like if they just had once had him, like when he's arguing with his dad, be like, "Why do you care if I go to school? I can't understand a fucking word they're saying." <laughs> like eight hours, like oh man. That- that just reminds me of I was uh, I, so I had to watch the Zack Snyder Justice League last night because uh, I did a master pancake of it and I didn't watch the whole thing because it's so long. But I there's a a bit at the beginning that made me so annoyed, which is like I I do think this cliche is like great and I enjoy it. Where like there's a character that that speaks English and they're speaking to people who who don't speak English and there's like someone translating for them and then it is revealed that they actually do speak the language and they've understood everything that's going on, right? Mm -hmm. Great, fun, love it. In Justice League, there's that reveal and then there's a subsequent reveal that the other people also speak English. And it's like, well, then why was any of this happening? (laughs) Like, (laughs) you all understood each other. Like, 
you've completely uh, undermined the sort of like satisfaction of like, aha, I actually do know what you're saying. It's like, well, then you just all fucking understood each other. So like, who cares? Yeah. It really, it it really bothered me. I was also, like, like, I have such joy in this and you've taken it away from me. Yeah, me and we get, there could be discussion about why and whether this is good or not, but also like, I feel like if people speak multiple languages and you're at a point where you're like, what do I, you just, you're going to default to English, especially. English, if they like, probably speak English if they the speak multiple languages, yeah. But man, Tokyo Drift, honestly, check it out. It got some cool stuff in it. Like, <laughs> it's also funny because Tokyo Drift was such like a phenomenon in a way of like, everyone was like watching videos of drifting. But so this is like the first time. So there's like this guy who's supposed to like love cars and racing. And he's like, he's like, what's a drift? And it's like. You would know, but I guess not. Not in this thing. Yeah, no, I was in high school. I was in high school and that came out and so many guys put huge spoilers on their car because of it. That was (laughs) the lasting legacy. I guess I I don't know shit about cars. I think I think you need a big spoiler to drift. That's what I've that's what I've learned from that movie. You just Um, have to hold the uh, you have to hit the R button and hop and then you can drift around the corner. That's (laughs) my understanding of how it it also really helps you realize how far we've come as far as hair products. Because, like, they were, like, you know, that was back when, especially the main antagonist, Drift King, like, he's got the, like, you used to get that gel that was, like, your hair is going to be, like, you can crack it like a it's tree crispy. branch. And yeah, they were, like, this yeah. looks great. This looks super sick. Like, he literally has, like, cloud strife hair. He has, like, a huge one spike in the middle and then two little spikes on the edge. I was, like, he actually uses it to a uh, sword, dude. He like carves a circle in a bank window and then pushes yeah. the circle through with his hair. Yeah, that's yeah. actually how he gets in there. But hey, we should uh, do numbers reason. probably. Mm-hmm. Check out Tokyo Drift. Check out Mayor of East Town. <laughs> oh, that's the theme song. We're starting over. Scrap it. <laughs> Too much drift talk. Too much no, talk of transportation. Counts. Where Shelby's not allowed to play a car horn. He's so mad. That's right. Number five. There we go. Number five. Uh, number five. This is an important PSA from uh, the British government for all of our UK listeners across the pond. Uh, a uh, finance experts in the UK uh, working for a company called Company Debt, which does not inspire confidence as a name of a company, but hey, whatever. Um, they calculated that, um, you know, businesses have taken a big hit during the, the COVID crisis, uh, particularly uh, places where people congregate, such as bars. And uh, they said, by their calculations, uh, to make up for the uh, almost 26 billion pounds that uh, UK pubs lost during uh, the pandemic, uh, Brits have to drink 124 pints of beer each to uh, to save the pub industry. And they have launched a um, a, like a PR campaign to get people to get real hammered this summer and save uh, the pubs, save the pubs. It says your local pub needs you drink 124 pints, <laughs> which summer is summer is, uh, I guess we could say like 90 days, like especially in the UK where it's cold. Like that's probably about we'd say for summer. So that's, that's one and a third pints a day. That's easy peasy. I think it's doable. No yeah. I think that's you just, I think you that's, just have like a pint with dinner, a couple nights, and then you go you have you have a big Friday and then pubs are saved. Yeah. Just binge drink. It's fine. It's you're doing it for the economy, so it's okay. Mm-hmm. And if you're sober, then you just gotta order uh, you know, bitters and seltzer, but you have to order you have to drink 
three times as many of those. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you have to buy the $5 seltzer at the bar and then that'll that'll save them as well. Honestly, I don't think there's any better way that you could financially support a bar than to be sober at one and continually pay like 6 to $7 for seltzer yeah. or soda. Yeah, absolutely. Like I think no that's bo- the way no to do it. There's no bottom line on them for that. Um, yeah, yeah no, they're never... They're not going to cut you off. Like you can just do that unlimited. (laughs) Just pee every two seconds. Unlimited (laughs) seltzer. As much as you can drink. As much as your heart desires. The the UK is weird to me because like they're, from what I understand, they're really big into like the beer with lunch. Like that's a thing they do there. And uh, I don't know how anyone isn't just uh, constantly napping over there. Can't do that. Can't do beer with lunch. Yeah, I want to say like when they when they romantically paint like the old days of like a two martini lunch, I feel like it's never seems like I think that person would just be really sleepy. Like it would just be like Don Draper taking a lot of naps. I, oh I yeah, feel like no Not one in no one in Mad work. Men, no one in Mad Men shits normally. Like <laughs> there's absolutely no way they're just eating oysters and martinis all day. Yeah. I think I think the work day on those days was over at like twelve. They have their whatever their phone, they the one phone call or the one like standing around, like somebody standing in the office doorway, uh, brainstorm sesh, and then uh, and then it's like, well, we're basically done. Nobody has to do anything later. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. And there were no slogans yet, so you didn't have to like think that hard. They're just like, they yeah, no one's ever been yeah. able to buy this before. So they're just yeah. like, how about drink a martini? And they're like, you're a genius. Here's yeah. Eighty thousand dollars, which in today's money is like two million. Yeah, great. I mean, Coca Cola. Yeah. Have you have you had this stuff? It's great. That's the pop the big up slogan. can. Share it with your friend. Coca Cola. Right. I think Coke's current slogan is "Share a Coke with a friend," isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, because they have all those cans with the different names on them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. You know why? We why, could do that you, job. <laughs> yeah, that's the, the copywriting is. Yeah, that's it's, it's a piece of cake. No problem. Um, yeah. Well, now all the all the things people have said have already been copywritten. So as Eli said, now it's like difficult because it's like they already came up with all the obvious ones. The real estate is is covered, you know. Yeah. So now you have to like invent sentences no one on earth has ever said before, which is why ads now are like deranged. Yeah, I just I'm just the guy who pitches live Moss every time. <laughs> this would also apply, I think. Live Moss, live more, you know. Bubble gum. <laughs> Think inside the bun. It's like, yeah, no, somebody else already has the one about outside, so we can't, we can't yeah. do that. Do I like yeah. miss, like, I, I would love ads to go just back to being like, you know, someone being like, sweeter than you'd ever believe, instead of being like either a like, short film that's like about like refugees, but it doesn't make sense, and then they're like Coca-Cola, or yeah. the one where it's just like some fucking guy on YouTube that's like talking straight into the camera, like that motherfucker who's like, let me tell you something. Your soap is bullshit. Your soap sucks. And I'm like, I'm going to kill you. I'm going to fucking beat the shit out of you. You don't yeah, know shit about my soap, dude. Like, you don't know. My soap is nice. What, you yeah. don't know about my soap. Don't tell me good about my soap. soap. Stop yelling at me. That's yeah. why I'm, quit yelling. Your soap smells I, like bourbon. Who wants that? <laughs> Who told you they wanted that? I my, wish my, I could smell like an alcoholic. That's <laughs> yeah, with, yeah. with none of the other uh, effects. I just want to smell like booze all the time because mm-hmm. it's my, manly. My, my new least favorite ad is the uh, iPhone game ads where they 
have the person playing just really suck at the game and like to the thing where like oh those drive me crazy yeah they've got like a you've got like a tetris set up this is like the equivalent of it and then you have you have the long one set to go into the spot and then they miss it by one or whatever and it's just like like, i have to download this game and do it right um and they've got so much psychiatric testing to to find how effective that is (laughs) what i've learned from this podcast is that patty is a slave to cell phone games he can't the target He's spending audience. all of his money on cell phone games. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not spending all my money. I spent like I've spent probably well, I, don't I budgeted. Know, I don't know. I don't know how much, but it's uh, in the budget. Some yeah. look. There, I wasn't spending money on anything else over the last uh, year, so you know, thirty six thousand know. dollars really on gardenscapes. Just... My family is starving. Please. I will never. I will never pay that man. I hate that man. <laughs> the gardenscapes we had is persona I, yeah. non grata. He will patty not get a, a red cent from Patty you know, ever. It starts with hey, can you help me with the garden or whatever? It's like, well, aren't you getting paid by these people? Why do I? Have, okay, fine. Why do but, I have to uh, do you a goddamn favor? And then you have to like help fix his house again. I don't know how I got roped into this. And then like eventually he's like crawling around. A tomb being chased by a mummy. I think it's like all right. This is so far beyond how did the initial escalate? ask about the garden. Yeah. You know, I, I don't. I don't see how this one's just not my problem. He's in a raft, and there's a shark. <laughs> there's a shark in one end. There's four different yeah. ways he can go. There's a shark. There's like a buzz saw going. You know, again, I, I don't know how you get. I don't know how you end up like this, but it's not my problem. Yeah, I'm just like saying a- this whole this whole tirade does not disprove my statement that these games have taken over your entire life. They're, yeah, they've fair. been downloaded <laughs> rent free into your head, yes. to your brain. This mm. horrible little man who wants I mean, you to help him with his garden. I truly don't know what the, um, you know, what the, what that game, you know, the games with that guy even actually are because I've never played one. That is, I've just seen those like you know little because half probably the time totally the, different, right? Right. Don't half they do the time the, the game switch? is not at all what the ad is, so that's yeah. a whole you know, which seems like it's. You know, maybe the FCC could get involved or whatever. Although I think they probably have like a mini game, you know, in the game that does that because then they you can't, write them you a can't letter. say it's false advertising. Yeah, <laughs> you should alert the FCC to this. Letter. Write yeah. a letter Bring back to strongly worded letters. iPhone those. game developer. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they, get, they have Put to like make new rules. That that's the thing they take on first. Robocalls next. Uh, advertisements for cell phone games where they're bad at the game. This is a, a problem in business. Yeah. Look, I think I we do. can all agree. I think we can all agree that we can redirect the drone program and send a uh, you know Hellfire missile into wherever the robocalls are coming from. Into I don't the think would disagree with that. Um, <laughs> you know, I, 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 my, I, my vehicle's warranty is fine. I'm within my vehicle's warranty. I don't need an urgent call from Vanessa at the dealership. Yeah. Okay. I, um, I, I now get like Instagram to me now is the ads have just turned into like. You know when you had like your grandma would get you gifts and she like knew what you were into, but then would combine like get you something that you didn't want at all just because it was like related to stuff you liked. That's I yes. feel like what Instagram does to me now. Yeah, they're just like they're like you don't oh don't you don't want like a a sword that's also a USB flash drive, and I'm like not really like <laughs> I mean like yeah I like computers and swords, but like. Thanks, Grandma. Instagram, like cool. You I, love flash storage. <laughs> yeah. I, I just get you. ads for clothes and they have me absolutely dead to rights. Like I, I buy shit from, I buy clothes from Instagram ads all the time. Cause they've, they've figured it out. Like they know what I want. It's, oh. it's upsetting. Um, but speaking of, speaking of, uh, buying things, uh, stimulating the economy, I do want to give some people some alternatives. Uh, if you're not a drinker, um, you can help if you can't buy 124 pints, you could also buy 976 packets of crisps. From the bu- from the pub, 
or 40 roast dinners, which I guess is just all pubs offer roast dinners. Yeah. So that's a weird thing that I now know about pubs. I, I would love You just to. get some meat there. <laughs> just a full summer of roast dinners at the pub. Imagine I mean, you go to like Cobra Club and there's just like, yeah, can I get the roast dinner? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, can I get like the can I get like the a plate that has like the steak on it that you pick up in like a fighting like a like final fight to get some of your yeah. health back? Like that's what I imagine the roast <laughs> yeah, dinner I want it, is. I want it to look like I just punched it out of a trash can. I want a big <laughs> yeah. tied up prime rib. Like I want like a comes out yeah. I mean, I feel like roast dinner at the pub has to come with like a bib. It's gotta be the full the full move. I'm imagining. I'm imagining, and and our UK listeners can maybe t- tell me how right on I am. I'm imagining like, uh, like a pot piece of pot roast, some mashed potatoes, maybe a, a Yorkshire pudding, uh, and then like some mushy peas. That's I'm imagining a lot of, a lot of um, beiges, some muted greens. No, nothing acidic. No, no brightness to this. Just all kind of mushy, uh, savory flavors. Yeah. I mean, I, you could put it all in a blender and drink it with a straw and it would be pretty much the same. <laughs> I don't I don't hate the option, though. I feel like a, a, a roast dinner is a good option for like, you know, if you end up at a bar and you didn't have time to have dinner or something. I mean, I would love yeah. to be able to get a roast dinner instead of being like, hey, can I have like three bags of that beef jerky that somebody makes <laughs> in the neighborhood? <laughs> like, I'm going to try to cram some sort of calories into me so that I, I don't think just I've talked fall about, over. I think I've talked about this on the on the show before, but I always thought this was such a good idea. Um, my friend Danny Palumbo, who's a comic in LA, used to do this sometimes where uh, we'd be at the bar and uh, it would be like late and everybody would be drunk and like everybody there would be like somebody we knew and he would just buy a round of chips for the bar. Like he would just buy everyone a, a, a pack of A round of, chips. of packets of crisps. Hell yeah. Yeah, a round of packets of crisps. And it is, you're a hero. Like if you do that, it costs, it costs you maybe $20. And you're like the most popular person at that bar. At like two in the morning, round of chips for the bar. Give it a shot. Try it. You will make a lot of friends. It immediately backfires on the, the bartender has to like go down into the basement to get more boxes <laughs> of packets of crisps so they don't have any. <laughs> and then there's somebody who's like, I don't really like vinegar actually. Could I get and they're like oh my god. Well what then you nightmare. just get kicked out. Then you're then you're done. <laughs> kicked out for not letting salt and vinegar chips. Mmm, <laughs> sour you're chips, gone. please. Awesome. Love a sour chip. Sour chips. I love the sour chips. They're so good. Love that's a pickle chip stuff. too. So yeah, because that's, that's more sour chip. Nasty yeah. stuff. Nasty sour stuff. Sour chips. Give Nasty them Nasty little morsels. No, thank you. <laughs> Gollum and what, um, getting his snacks. What they should do if they want to get people in uh, to to these to the pubs is just uh, pay for ad space and just play that TikTok of that dude uh, with all the people in the bar singing or in the pub singing. Uh, Truly, madly, deeply by uh, Savage Garden. Do you know that, you know that video of the guy where I he's like, uh, "Oh man!" If I walked uh, into a bar and that was happening, I would leave. I'm sorry, that was not. No, I, the guy took the audio from uh, from like it's like a it's like soccer hooligans singing, uh-huh. and so it's like just like a bunch of like gruff uh, British voices singing this like you know cheesy uh, love ballad <laughs> from the '90s. It's very good. Um, I, 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 I watched say, it a, bu- a bunch oh, over no, the go pandemic ahead. and got sad about like the lads <laughs> about in missing. the bar. The I've lads. Been, yeah, yeah, I've been thrown off because I've been seeing a bunch of those like TikToks that are, yeah, like they're lads. They're English lads excited to get back to the pub. But like, I forget, you know, like it, the drinking age is like, like, so it's weird to me because it's always TikToks and it's like somebody who's like 18 but is also already a big bar guy. And it just is like so dissonant in my head that it's like this kid with like braces being like, 
ah, I can't wait to knock back a couple pints again. And I'm like, who, like, who's giving you beer? Yo, do you have a long day at your job? You're a child. (laughs) Like, there's a book. Are you you a coal miner or something? Like, why are you, why do you got to unwind at the pub? What's happening over there? Oh, long day of geometry. Time to kick back with (laughs) a a red ale. It's like, what the fuck is going on, man? That's what's weird. (laughs) That's what's weird about it is that, like, there because of like pub culture over there it's like 18 year olds unwinding with one beer like that's why it's weird it wouldn't be weird if that guy was doing like shots of 151 because he's 18 but like going to the going down the pub to have like 2.5 beers with your mates weird for an 18 year old doesn't (laughs) seem like (laughs) you have four mates you get 10 what oh i don't want to do math here you have have 2.5 pints you split a pint with your you get Mm -hmm. two straws for the last pint a nice yep nice thick guinness yeah, Whatever. celebrate with your mates. This story, by the way, is from Average Gatsby. Before yes. we move on, I wanted to shout that out. Mom, yeah, I'm not going to I'm be home for dinner. I'm going to simply buy a roast dinner at the pub with me mates. <laughs> don't <laughs> don't bother staying up. I'm having roast dinner. Man. Let's do number four. We're already at almost yeah. 40 minutes. Yeah. Number four. Number four is uh, related to, but there will be no discussion of the (laughs) sketch from the Elon Musk SNL episode. I don't think (laughs) any of us saw it, and I don't plan on doing it, despite this being one of the stories. I've got it. I I know what the deal is. People saw me, not online. Is that (laughs) that from from it? Oh, my God. Okay, yeah, I've, I guess that I've means never yes. heard any part of it before. Yeah, I had so. it on in the background. I was ha- I was hanging out with friends uh, that night, and we we put it on, but then we just like talked over it. But I was uh, I was hanging out with uh, two friends who have a two year old child who uh, was up, quote unquote, watching with us, and uh, we 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 got. I think there's a recording of him saying Elon Musk is a bad man, which I <laughs> appreciate. So that is People the most me, not lying. Well. He's going through this thing called toddler sleep regression. They couldn't get him to go to bed. That's why he was awake. Just got to shout out these parents. Anyway, tell us about it. I wasn't criticizing. Um, (laughs) Yeah. So, I mean, I think the whole episode seems to go like basically the best could have gone. Everyone was just like, yeah, it wasn't great. And then we just moved on, which is nice. Um, But there is a sketch in which Elon Musk portrays famous Nintendo character Wario. Um, Bad Mario. No, Oh my god, we're watching so the funny. sketch. <laughs> is that now the bonus as we watch it? No. Um, Please no. But check out the bonus. We're gonna we're gonna delve into that chart people have been posting about animal fights and who would win in uh like human v animal. I'm um, excited. So he's Patreon.com slash what a time pod. There we go. There's I, I could see at least the thumbnail, which is basically like a cartoon of like what sketch comedy is, which is it's Wario in a courtroom, and you're like, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Then, I, that is like just shorthand for all <laughs> sketch comedy right yeah. there. Also, like, I feel like in current times, any th- any picture of like an angry man in a courtroom is just like bad vibes. It's like th- <laughs> what comes to mind is not like any petty crime at all. But I guess they're talking to Wario. Uh, and I, I, I want to say credit where credit's due. Just, just generally speaking about this sketch, like getting him to do this and like dress up like Wario is funny. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah. it, it's like. I think it's well. It's it's funny that it's like a little humiliating for him. Is what I mean. Like it's see, like that's not interesting. Because cool. when I saw this on TV, my first thought was they asked Elon Musk what impressions he could do, and he said Wario. Oh, like, well, I maybe. do a great Wario. <laughs> it sounded sorry, pretty but, great uh, when I just heard this it. This particular time, that's looking like Cap. 
<laughs> oh my god, that sketch just, was just out of context. Unbearable. I said L quotes. Yeah, <laughs> okay. that'd be great because the only Wario impression he would look like, "I'm a gonna win." Like that's it. I um, just imagine him being like, because he's like a dork, you know. So it's like, oh, I can do Wario, and they're like, "All right, that's not helpful at all." Thanks. Yeah. I, <laughs> and then like, writing the sketch around it. It's, it would be even better if it was like a sketch that they tabled and it was supposed to be for like, you know, like Jeremy Renner or something. And he was like, what's Wario? And they're like, just fucking, we got Musk coming on, just save Wario. <laughs> um, but the, 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 prob- the reason we're reporting on it is not just it was a sketch, is uh, the, the Italian American activist group, uh, the National Italian American Foundation, has uh, taken umbrage with <laughs> the portrayal of Wario as a... <laughs> Racist Italian stereotype. Um, they have a statement. In an era of enhanced sensitivity to racial and ethnical stereotyping, typing, which ethnical is not a word, right? That's like a very like Tony Soprano talking about racism, <laughs> saying ethnical. Like yeah. that does not make us look good as Italians. Yeah, yeah, yeah ethnical really. stereotyping. Like it's not <laughs> yeah. good. That's somebody it's said like, that at Port Satriali's. Like that's where that's exactly. Yeah, yeah. Are there it's any poly- Italians in the room. Oh it's it's Polly getting mad about like Columbus or whatever, being like that's ethnical stereotyping. It's yeah, bad. don't like it. So ethnical in an era of enhanced sensitive racial and ethnical stereotyping. Saturday Night Live sophomoric, which okay, word of the day calendar. Keep ripping those pages <laughs> off. Wario skit <laughs> demonstrates that a profound double standard continues to exist when it comes to acceptable caricaturing of Italians in popular culture. Um, in the skit, okay, we've got this. You gotta in hit him sk- with the skit, just yeah, real, yeah. like a little, a little. If yeah. they, if they probably the don't know, barb. but that's a little, that's a little, that's a little jab right there. Yeah, it absolutely yeah. is calling it a skit. Your little skits. So, in the skit, Wario takes the stand in a courtroom, accused of murdering Mario, which <laughs> is not something Wario's trying to do either. <laughs> I don't. He's know. just trying. He's just trying to amass treasure. That's yeah. that's all yeah. he's doing. And then at the end of the game, it shows you how big of a fucking mansion you got, or whatever. It's the best. Um, and he says, I am not evil, just misunderstood. And then he does say, and some of the Italian, anti-Italian hatred in this courtroom is disgusting. Dis- is disgusting. Excuse me. Um, oh, someone is... Oh, God. This is just like, here's why I didn't watch this episode. Later, embattled New York Governor Andrew Cuomo, played by T- Pete Davidson, shows up, and my TV would have been off. <laughs> I would have turned that <laughs> off. Um, but... Yeah, so like I was talking about, I was just chatting it up about Wario on Friday as I usually do. The best thing about this is that for the Ital- like for Italians to claim Wario, because Wario isn't even really like Italian. He's just like an absolute freak. He's just well, like I didn't even know I would, that you were Italian. <laughs> I would I would write this letter about Andrew Cuomo. Like that's yeah. who, as an Italian, I'm like I do not approve of this negative Italian stereotype on my television. Andrew Cuomo, get him <laughs> yeah. off! Like, They're like if you don't like it, that's your fault. Like that's worse than yes, Wario, who loves to like fart. That's <laughs> like his thing. Um, yeah, he's not yeah. Italian. He's like a he's made up. Like he's yeah, not. He's an evil clone of a, yeah. Like what is he? What is he? Tell well, me. That's the thing. No one knows anything because like. Nintendo doesn't give a shit about. It's like gamers always want like lore right. so they can edit a wiki. But then Nintendo doesn't. They're just making little guys all the time. So they're like, right? They're like it's bad Mario because I think that in Japanese like Wa is bad, so Wario is like a portmanteau of like bad Mario. But then mm. everyone was like, is Wario his brother? And then <laughs> yeah. Nintendo's like, sure, I don't really. We care. don't like, care. <laughs> just truly don't care. You know, you jump on turtles. I don't know what you want from me. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so they're like. 
like, but just like associating yourself with Wario, I feel like is worse than anything that they could do. If you're like, hey, right. that guy reminds me. <laughs> right. Like, if, if Wario. He represents by, me badly. It's like, <laughs> yeah. no, he doesn't represent you at all. He's not. Yeah. He's and a Japanese like, video game character. He's a little guy. Yeah, I do love like the idea that someone's like little cousin had to like explain Wario to the people at the National Italian American Foundation because <laughs> he eats garlic at one point in the sketch, and they were like, "Well, that's racist." But it's like, no, but Wario like garlic powers him up, but it's not. It's just weird. Like, <laughs> like the right. whole thing is just like he's just weird. I don't know what you want. <laughs> he like rides. His other thing is like riding a big motorcycle. Like he just has a lot of weird shit that he does. Um, yeah, I I do like feel kind of bad for this organization because like I remember them the last time I heard about them I think was during the Sopranos they were really against uh, the Sopranos as like mm. a, a depiction of Italian Americans and it's like there's just no there's no way you can be part of you you're gonna get made fun of like yeah. <laughs> it's not no one is ever going to take you seriously if you care this much about italian stereotypes also like, like i'm sorry did they do a straw poll of italian people italian american people because uh i think they generally like the soprano you know what i mean like well, I, at, like, the, <laughs> at the time it was like controversial but again this group this group is like a hyper specific advocacy group. i'm, pi- like, I'm picturing not- I'm, yeah yeah i'm picturing them like running a steamroller over like a bunch of mob hit CDs. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just like the like. That's like what they do. It's so weird. And like, you know, as an Italian American, I will say sometimes I feel like some of it is a little bit hacky, but like you can't you you cannot like refute it in any serious way. Like the making fun of Italians. It's just gonna happen. It's fine. It's yeah. We get all the good food. They're all jealous. It's okay. Don't worry about it. And it's Wario, like, I do not claim <laughs> Wario. Yeah, Wario's like not even a hacky. Like if someone went on stage, if someone <laughs> told you racist jokes that were supposed to be racist against Italians, but were They're things that Wario? Wario did, you would just think they were insane. You'd just be like, that's what a, happened That's actually to you? a really good bit is yeah. like you do a bunch of a bunch of jokes about how Italians are uh, like always trying to amass treasure and kill Mario. And then you're like, I'm so sorry. The only Italian I know about is Wario. That's yeah, why I think so, this. So apparently Wario was, I was just doing some quick background reading on this. Um, <laughs> he was apparently originally supposed to be German. Like they were going to make him German before <laughs> they, I guess, wisely decided against that. That seemed like that could be, they had, you know, maybe a little fraught with some stuff. Um, and it sort of makes sense to have him also be, you know, cause, cause he has an Italian accent, right? Like, Italian what is an ac- evil Italian but a German? Yeah, really. <laughs> but in the but, way, but, it's the same way he, that Mario has an Italian accent. Where it's like he's basically a Pokemon. He doesn't have an Italian yeah, accent. He just yeah. says three phrases. <laughs> well, well, he well he said in I guess in um in Mario Kart sixty four and in Mario Party one and two, according to this voice actor, he says the, one of his little things. He says. You know, like when you get like, uh, you know, how they just yell phrases occasionally again, like Pokemon. Yeah. He says, uh, "So I missed." Which roughly translates to "oh crap." Like he says something in German, oh. and I guess people—I guess people have misheard it as "dough I missed" over the years. Yeah, so. which also made sense. I think I've heard that. It's like you usually just threw a shell. You probably missed. yeah. So he it's missed. Like, yeah. Yeah. But like, I—I I just think it's a, for the main thing that most people I know think of him saying, which if they think about it at all, is like, "I'm a gonna win." That's like 
specifically in like tennis matches. <laughs> it's just like it's like oh that is what I say while I when I play sports. Yeah, um, I'm so gonna win. <laughs> they did take that from my culture. Yeah, and it that's hurts me. His when his Kat voice also got like more cartoony over the years because like like in Mario Kart 64 he's got kind of like a normal voice and then his voice has over time become like the Wah! you know like it's gotten like <laughs> sillier like before that he was just kind of like a. Um, yeah, but anyway. I do wow. think I do think Pokemon is like the best comparison though to like all of these. Like they're not, they sort of approximate people and things in the real world, but they're not. They're not those things. Like they are in their own little yeah. bubble of reality that does not affect us whatsoever. It would be like, it'd be like if there was like a Pokemon that was like a, a sweet sausage, and they were like, "This is racist." It's like. <laughs> Well, I, well I, maybe like. <laughs> I mean, I will say the idea of an Italian Pokemon is very funny. It's just like a little meatball or something. It's like <laughs> it's Voltorb. Voltorb's Italian. <laughs> I'm gonna blow up. Yeah, what's I'm the most Italian Pokemon? Yeah. That's a good question. I'm not well versed enough in Pokemon to know, but uh, Eli, you might you might have an answer. The most Italian Pokemon? Yeah. Oh man. Got a table. <laughs> you guys do the episode. I got to do some research. <laughs> I got to do some analysis. Got to crunch the numbers. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. Any any of them with a mustache. That's probably one of. I them. love the idea of like, what if like uh, <laughs> in like the new Pokemon, it's like the because they have like those new regions in every in every set. You know, like Kanto. One of them is just Italy. It's just like okay, uh, <laughs> the gym leaders of Italy. <laughs> I mean, they could have because the newest one's supposed to be England, so maybe the next one's going to be in Italy. <laughs> that sounds delightful. Yeah. Shelby just sent us something. Any? It's a game facts uh, question. Any Italian-based Pokemon? <laughs> based. Yeah, Italian-based. People, people need to know. You know? That's what you do. Um, you, yeah, they, they have a held item instead of a berry. You give them like a, a nice little little... Well, you know, that's you know, there's like a type. There's like water Pokemon and like plant Pokemon, and then there's Italian, <laughs> Italian Pokemon. Pokemon. You see, you give him a Svoliadel. Is that what you just said? He's got yeah. he's got the little lobster tail. Like that. He's yeah, a little, little a, yeah. croissant thing. In oh, <laughs> a little Svoliadel Pokemon would be really cute. That yeah. would be very adorable. A little like little cream filled uh, little seashell guy. I would love yeah. that. Like a little cannoli Pokemon, and then they're like, "This Aww. is racist." It's like, "Come on!" Oh my god. Okay, <laughs> there's racist, there's a- but it's great. I found a YouTube video here, and there are a lot of these, um, but this is just one that came up. What if Italy was a Pokemon region by some guy on YouTube <laughs> called Mr. Buddy? Guess how long this video is. 52 minutes. Two hours and 14 minutes. <laughs> no! <laughs> Man, gamers love a goddamn wiki, dude. This is, they just love lore. They got, he's... Uh. He 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 like invented all kinds of Pokemon and stuff, and then it's like a, there's him. like a game being played. Um, how many views does it have? It has almost a million, so it's you know it's not uh, it's not for nobody. But man, this is a lot of work went into this. Two hours long. I will say, was the this only- made during the pandemic? That's also an important. No, twenty eighteen. No, this so, was no. when people could do other things. Yeah, right, he that's still correct. did it. I think the only Italian representation in Pokemon is Giovanni, who is a, the boss of a crime ring. But all right, <laughs> no. well, <laughs> but he doesn't say anything about you know eating sausages or whatever. He's mostly just stealing people's Pokemon, so he's doing his own thing. But well, yeah, uh, should we do number three? This is from Iguana Helium Cube, by the yes. way. Yes, yeah. Let's do a number three. Let's do a number three. Number three. 
Number three comes to us from Wet Bigfoots. Um, and this is a story about uh, uh, social media and how it makes people behave normally. Um, <laughs> in uh, in Northwest Miami, there is a I'm not gonna I'm, I'm not gonna say her name, but there's a 28 year old woman that was uh, arrested after spending the day um, uh, walking through the halls of a high school, um, screaming at out- the top of her lungs. Yes, that's right. Um, uh, well, not her high school, a high school. Excuse me. Um, she, <laughs> that's a very notable difference. Yeah, she's yeah. just at a high school. Yeah, that would make uh, it a completely different John Mayer song. So, so she was, she was, I guess, walking through the high school um, and handing out flyers uh, promoting her Instagram page, which are with her phone rolling. So I guess she was like live streaming this or whatever, uh, doing the dreaded Instagram live that no, that you, everybody accidentally clicks on and then panically clicks Hell out. On Earth. Um, but doing a crime during that, I guess, or trespassing at least she was apparently carrying a skateboard, <laughs> a painting dressed similar to students try to blend in. This is what the prosecutor was saying in this. And then, uh, she was shaking her head up and down, like disagreeing with it, I guess, while they were reading the allegations in court. And her public defender said, ma'am, stop doing that. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, uh, full Steve Buscemi and 30 Rock. Yeah, she, yeah. Right. literally the, a skateboard. <laughs> or, 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 yeah, or Mr. Burns, you know, hello, uh, I believe it would be quite corking if you gave the uh, winnings to the local power plant. The, uh, yeah. uh, so, you know, I guess, um, you know, yeah, she she so she was obviously told uh, um, to stay away from the school. Faces charges of trespassing. Uh, I mean, that's the base level you're going to get is people to be like, definitely stay away from the don't school. Don't come back, don't, please. Don't, don't, don't go back there. Um, and there, there this, there's an amazing yeah. phrase that I really like here. Um, and uh, so it says, "I legit have I don't know how many cops outside right now in my house." She said in her final Instagram story before her arrest. That's just an amazing phrase to me. Yeah. Final really Instagram story before her arrest. One uh, last fleet before yeah. my arrest. Yeah. yeah, she was making a uh, some disgusting looking food and the person holding the camera was saying, oh, that looks so cool over and over again. Those videos make me want to self-harm. They are <laughs> like that. That was like, another uh, submitted story this week was about the origin of those videos. There's yeah, like they, that guy a factory... Something, something. That guy should face uh, what he deserves for for uh, putting that. <laughs> Which out Patty the world. cannot the, be specific about. Uh, I cannot abide it on a on a recording. The, yeah, the ones from yeah. like putting a chick a raw chicken breast through like a box grater. Those ones, or like the one where they dumped all the pasta and the sauce on like the oh, on, island, on the and then they just, anything like, where them food is going on a foil lined kitchen island, I am so <laughs> angry at. Yeah, like. Automatically. And, 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 and like, it really is the thing, like, whatever, the food stuff, it's gross. It's designed to get reactions to whatever. But the thing that really does, like, just destroy me is just the person holding the camera constantly saying, oh, that looks so good. Oh, that's so cool. Gross. Like, the, like the constant having to provide co- the exact same commentary and reinforcement of it. It's just like, ugh, It reminds me of, like, the worst genre of porn. Like, it's the same... Just like the camera, camera keeps commentary. Going, this is so cool. <laughs> there, there just was like, I, don't nice. want, I don't want any feedback from a camera guy for yeah. food or porno. Just keep your mouth shut. It, it, and, it, and it was like, there was another one that was like not food, but uh, uh, Howell Dottie, uh, friend of the show, who, who po- has a, he posts all these 
awful videos in fleets. I think he has a separate account just for the fleets now, so that account can be taken down on copyright instead of his main <laughs> account. But he, he finds just he has a, a he finds all like the parody songs, like the families that sing and all oh that stuff God. too. He has like yeah. a bottomless tolerance for this kind of stuff that makes any that should make everyone who has a fully functioning brain want to die but he's able to somehow do it but um that is such a bad combo is that's right that's like that exactly like that um there was there was one there was one that was just now was a guy talking about it was a song like some old guy talking about gen z calling you chuggy it's like exactly that's you know how to get the video out there right away people need it Um, quick turnover write that parody song yeah he, he, he posted one that was like it lasted like you know, I don't know how many minutes and I, I, you know, jokes on me for watching as much of it as I did, but, um, like somebody doing homemade tie dye, but using like smoke grenades, like, like, like diff- of different colors and like putting them under a Tupperware thing. And like that was, and the person, Oh, it looks so cool. It's just like black smoke. Cause it's like green <laughs> and blue. And, oh, it looks so cool. Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah. Oh, it's so cool. Just, just over and over again. And then it came out and it was just kind of like Brown, like, you know, yeah. uh, it's like great. Just great, mixing great. together this all the colors product. on a palette. Like, ah, yeah. I've made brown. Oh, cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, welcome to when you got watercolors in fucking first grade. Oh, I made yeah. brown again. Way to go. Um, but yeah. This uh, Tell so, me about so, yeah, this lady. This lady well, that's there's not much else to it. I guess she's facing the charges. Um Is her Instagram defender. still up? Um probably not, but let's see. Um her, her public defender probably like made her change her password. Or, I like, hope so. Delete it. Yeah. I mean, that's all she wants sca- is the Instagram. I'm scared to look it up because uh, I posted about this on Twitter this week, but like ages ago, we talked about uh, the Civil War reenactor's pet chicken on the show. I think it was on a bonus episode. And we, we all followed the chicken on Instagram because it has its own Instagram account. Mm-hmm. And now Facebook is convinced I'm friends with this like 14-year-old Civil War reenactor and like won't yeah. stop won't stop trying to get me to Facebook friend him. And uh, I just feel like that's a violation of boundaries. I wish they leave me alone. But they I don't do want to go. I don't want to go on this, uh, this, this Instagram because I don't want to be friends with this lady. It's okay. Like, I, I can't, I, I can't say for sure. Her name is, her name is not that common, but it's common enough that there are a couple of Instagrams. Mm-hmm. It looks like, um, yeah, I'm, I'm assuming sure. the the news article about it isn't uh, plugging her Instagram, so no, they probably that, don't know which one it that would is. Be, that would be giving her what she wants, uh, almost exactly. exactly. Um, I, so I think I think I I think I'm looking at the one. Um, it how is many followers. Uh, 3,500. I don't know how many of that are, are after the arrest, obviously, but there is a um, still pretty bad, still pretty pathetic. Bi- in the bio, oh yeah, this is definitely her because her video. Uh, <laughs> She the, the YouTube the link in the bio is a link to the Breakfast Club YouTube clip talking about this story as naming her the donkey of the day. So um, <laughs> no such thing as no such thing as bad publicity, I guess. But she says video <laughs> explanation coming. Stay tuned. So yeah, that should be yeah, good. I'm sure once I get out sure of her, jail I'm, or whatever. I'm sure that's her lawyer uh, like. Laura loves the idea of her doing a video explanation for why. <laughs> let me let yeah. me start things My, let me start things off right now by saying. Yes, I did it, and uh, <laughs> no, I'm not mentally disturbed, and yes, I'm a sound of mind, and there's no excuse, and uh, I should face that. Like, it was okay. premeditated. Let me get that off my chest. <laughs> yeah. First her things fucking, first. Her fucking bio is like, Miami, plain emoji, NYC, plain emoji, LA, donkey of the day. Like, I would love to just yeah. hear on a stand-up show that we're using the credit donkey of the day. Donkey of the day. On yeah. the Breakfast Club. Last comic yeah. standing, insane people real parentheses yeah. yeah 
Sounds like this advice from her public defender, according to the story, didn't work. Where the public defender told her, if someone shoves a camera in your face, just don't talk about this. Yeah, I don't think that's going to happen with this person. I got to say. Best of luck to her public defender. Today's donkey of the day, uh, Osama bin Laden. Donkey of the day, folks. Uh, that guy. Uh, um, she she may she, apparently her job is her day job is t- a salesperson for Carnival Cruise Lines, and they're doing they're looking into the matter internally. <laughs> it's like if there's a no. job that you could lose right now, I think that cruise line salesperson during a pandemic is not. <laughs> if they they can find a way to get rid of you, they're gonna. <laughs> yeah, how are you not already laid off just <laughs> because you work as a salesperson for a cruise line during a global pandemic? But. <laughs> Well, yeah, yeah um, I think she's I think I think I feel confident saying she is also our donkey of the day. Yeah. Um, but hopefully we will not get linked on her Instagram. I do not need that in my life. So, yeah, I don't I, I don't I mean, the account is locked, so it's hard to see what's going on there. Um, <laughs> and so I don't uh, you know, I, I, maybe she's posting every you know, she's doing screenshots of every headline. You know what I mean? I did it. I did. It. It's like, well, yeah, it's like. If your goal is just to get in the news for doing a crime, there's lots of things you could do. Um, yeah, definitely <laughs> uh, walking into a high school you don't go to when you're an adult is like a very easy shortcut to uh, people noticing yeah. you yeah. like in the world. That's, You'll be you know, in, in the it, system. Yeah. Sure. yeah, exactly. If you're just trying to get notoriety at, at all costs, that's, you know, it could be a lot worse. There are a lot of worse things you could do to get, uh, you know, <laughs> I guess in so. the paper. So, um, but uh Best yeah, of luck to her public defender only, I will say. I think that's <laughs> yeah. primarily the God somebody bless. who needs the most help right now, at least in terms of, uh, yeah. Yeah, uh, got to be like a family friend. Who takes that case? Like, well, if you're a public well, defender, you got it. Oh, right. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. Luck of the draw. Bad luck of the draw on this one. Mm. Yeah. Number two time. Number, Number two. two time. Number two time. That's what they say. <laughs> yeah, quick break, me. everybody. Number two time. <laughs> <laughs> Number two. Number two also comes to us from Wet Bigfoots in the Discord. And this is a, a story about the Emerald Isle, about Ireland. Um, there is a plan for a, a statue um, that was uh, going to be in the town of uh, Enistaman. I don't know how to pronounce that one, so sorry about that. I feel like I should know better than I do. Um, but they're uh, going to be putting up a, a six-foot-tall art piece um, on a plinth uh, as, a, as part of a um, you know, tourism campaign and stuff, just some local art, things like that. And the, the statue is, is to be of a, uh, a, a puka, which is apparently, uh, like a little goblin apparently is, is generally the closest analog. It seems like, so that's, uh, fitting for us, I suppose. He's a, um, he's an Irish critter, yeah. right? He's like a little uh, folklore. Guy. I think he's yeah. a creature. I think, cause he's I think he's, creature, yeah, yes. it could be, this we is a tech that. This is this is a little binary that we created uh, on our appearance on uh, High and Mighty, the podcast hosted by John Gabris, which we think is out this week. Um, I think that's what we were told. Yeah, uh, keep an uh, eye out for more details about what is a critter and what is a creature because yeah, we, right. we do we do discuss it in depth. Subject of the episode is little guys in general, so a lot of discussion yes. to be had. Yeah, uh, so this 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 little guy, uh, he's got like a muscular little body. And then a gigantic horse head. That seems to be his sort of uh, sort of deal. Mm. I'm um, trying to Google these. P-U-K-A? P-U-C-A. P-U-C-A. Yeah. All right. Yeah, he's not a shell necklace. Oh, yeah, look at this little guy. trickster spirit. Yeah. He, uh, Puka, the Wikipedia page, is uh, 
included in the category of culture of Ireland, which is very funny to me. <laughs> Just like this is this little guy is very important to their culture. He's he's a big part of it. They got the banshees. They got all kinds of hor- horrible little guys over there that you got to watch out for. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, he's he's um, I the the images I've seen don't really look a lot like the statue. Like the statue is yeah, it's like a horse head on like a shriveled little sinewy body. Is kind yeah. of the vibe I get. Well, re- reading about it, it seems that they're generally shapeshifters that take the shape of different domestic animals. So like, ah, yeah. okay. This one has chosen to be like a horse. A horse. Uh, some yeah. of it, some of the horse. And they're, and, and and they're 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 apparently you know like they're they're considered to be bad luck. So people don't from like a superstition perspective, it's like, do we have to put up a statue of the bad luck thing in their town? Like, well, you know, that's a like good the, point. Like, why little, are you making a statue of that? It's like one of, it's like nature's little scammer. He's like trying to take advantage of you. So I, I, yeah. And, and uh, the other descriptor, the descriptor used of it is that it's too scary. Um, aside from what the, what he re- refers to it's, it's too. And then uh, father Cummins, who's a, I guess a, he's, he's objecting to it. And the, um, he apparently said it, at, he uses pulpit at mass to say he objects to it. And he says that um, it will never be erected. I can guarantee you it looks nasty. So, um, <laughs> yeah, they're I, like, this statue is too gross. We nasty just, little guy. He's, he's got too, nasty he's, he's too nasty. Can I, can I please share with you guys this unbelievable piece of Puka lore that I just read on this Puka explainer? So, you know, like a lot of these folklore creatures come from like an explanation of something that happened that they need sure, some kind of phenomenon. Yeah. So, this, this Irish folklore, apparently, they're most famous for uh, flinging drunk pedestrians onto their backs and running away. So, I guess this was to explain <laughs> why they kept falling down when they were drunk. <laughs> they were like, ah, some sort of little creature tipped me over. <laughs> that it's rules. Not that my equilibrium is fucked. Yeah. <laughs> They'd oh no! I fell down. <laughs> they'd come Must up behind you. Must be some little guy. <laughs> yeah. Did anybody get the number of that puka that just knocked me over? <laughs> I'm shit faced on the sidewalk. See um, this. See this sounds nice. It says here another thing the puka love with uh, is to chat, and, and they'll happily stop and shoot the breeze. Sometimes giving great advice and making exceptional prophecies. So you know, I mean. So you just like stop these little cre- creatures for small talk? You're just that doesn't like, sound, that doesn't I want to shoot bad. the breeze with this little freak. <laughs> yeah. Hey, what's up, man? He uh, just you know. pushes He pushes your friend over who's drunk and you're like, hey, how are you? And he's like, not bad. <laughs> Taylor made for drunk people. They, they just like pour out some personal problem they're having. And the puka gives them good advice, then knocks them over and runs away. That's the move. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I think there should be a statue of these guys now. I didn't realize they were, uh, you know, also giving out prophecies. The statue is also very funny because um, he sort of looks like he's doing a little jig, the puka, which yeah. is very Irish that he's uh, he's sort of doing a little. He kind of looks like he's skanking almost. Yeah, he's, he's, he's the yeah, this is the this is the inspiration him. for the Boston. Actually. The Boston. The, the, yes. The, 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 the very necessary Boston video um, they put out. Look, okay, we don't have to get the, the, their hearts in the right place. It's just very uh, cringe and tough to watch. I, That's, I loved think, so. At. Yeah, the Mighty Mighty Boston's posted a video about Black Lives Matter stuff, and it was very tone deaf, but yeah, well intentioned. And uh, I posted on Twitter, and Gondelman, who's uh, an EP on Jesus and Marrow, was like, "I am so glad we're on hiatus right now because I could not take." Like five minutes of television of Jesus and Mero calling these guys Josh's uncles. <laughs> yeah. He's you like, know. I can't. He's from Boston. He's like, yeah. 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 These are my uncles. 
<laughs> you know, that's yeah, hearts in the right place, but just like Black Lives Matter rally, no one's like, give the ska guy the mic. Give the, <laughs> give the guy in the fedora yeah. the mic. I saw, I saw someone described it as like... How does the ska community taking this? The the yeah. concept of the video is like uh, uh, the boss tone goes to the store because it's like following the dancing guy up and down the street. And it's yeah. just like, you know. As I said in the group chat, a rare L for the ska community. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A rare, a rare miss for them. Miss skank. A rare miss skank by the Boston. <laughs> it's tough. It's tough. Uh, it is. I mean, it is tough to be a ska fan because, like, what what do you have to say for yourself? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, how can you even defend that? It's a tough. Tough thing to like. So, <laughs> so, so, so these pukas. Apparently, they, apparently, uh, I I was I was right. I said this before when we were before we were recording the show. Um, Midsummer Night's Dream. The character Puck is based off of the Puka, so it yeah. is there is a reason why. Oh, yeah. uh, that and name I would say I, I would say Puck is not like malevolent, you know, like he just like he's Puck's like, like the he's the type of guy who's gonna like spike your drink with Molly, and you know it it's maybe not what you plan, but you're gonna have fun. Yeah. So little tricksters, yeah, little scamps. Maybe you'll end up on your back, you know. That's fine. Maybe yeah, you'll end up on your back. Over. It happens sometimes. You just get up. That's the thing. It's like, this is, we can't have these guys. We can't have a statue of this guy. He knocks you on your back. It's like, yeah, and you just get up and keep going home. What's the... He just, does he rob you? Does he hurt you at all? It's like, no, I, mean, I don't know. Maybe yeah. you get hurt from falling on your back. I guess that's possible if you're older or something. Yeah. But, Look, perhaps, uh, maybe he knocks you on the back. On the other hand, maybe he mills your family's corn while you sleep. And yeah. And a pleasant harvest, which is it's apparently like, another thing. I'm going to knock you on the back, but I'm going to, uh, yeah, I'll mill, I'll mill your corn and I will uh, give you an exceptional prophecy. Will, yeah. So. Doesn't sound too bad. Give yeah. it a lot of nice. worth a little spill. Worth a little spill to shoot the breeze with a puka. Mm. I like these guys. I'm again. I'm look. I hate to go against the word of a, a pastor who apparently preached this at mass that he hated the sculpture. But <laughs> I hate it. It's nasty. <laughs> nasty little guy. <laughs> but uh, I'm into it. I like him. Yeah. But they. Yeah. I do like. They seem to like. Maybe they at first were like, "Oh, it's because they're bad luck." But then every other thing you read is just someone being like, I, "It's ugly, and I hate him." <laughs> like, he's scary, yeah. and he, he's I don't gross. like looking at it. <laughs> yeah, their yeah. beef seems maybe less to be with the the puka itself, and more with the art. I guess like the 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 artist and the, and the way he interpreted the thing. Apparently, this was all done without consultation with the town. Really, and was kind of just like. So maybe this was like a big reach as like a popular artist or something. And they're like, we can get him to do something. It's like, what should we have him do? And then here we are. He made this, this gross little man. Yeah. yeah. Gross little horse head guy. Um, <laughs> well, I we think like he's him. cool. I like yeah. him. Yeah. They hired the guy from the Denver airport. They're like, more of that. More of whatever <laughs> really? you were doing. That guy there. died because that big horse like fell the on him. The death horse fell on him. Yeah. Yeah. So really like really Catherine the Great, like, man. He looks like he's skanking. You're right. Um, <laughs> he really does look like he's skanking. They could become a ska yeah. tourism town. Imagine. <laughs> That's why they don't like it. They're like, we don't, we don't not abide ska in this town. Yeah, That's, we don't want anything approaching ska. Bunch of turd, boss turd wave ska. Is, <laughs> they, they don't, turd they don't like wave it. ska. <laughs> not a fan. Uh, and it's you know, especially now with the rumblings of ska coming back, along with things like pop punk. You know, uh, they they got to stop, stop nip this. Got to nip this in the bud. We gotta we gotta get out ahead of this thing. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, hey, just put off the puka or give it to someone else and they'll I'll put it up. It. Okay? Give it to us. I'll take it. Yeah. Absolutely. We'll put it in our studio once we have a studio again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It'll be nice. All right. Should we do number one? Let's do it. And this week's number one reason to say what a time to be alive. 
This week's number one story uh, is kind of a classic case. This is also from Great Bussy Bake Off in the Discord. Thank you. Kind of a classic case of uh, solution perhaps being worse than the problem, uh, which is that in Chicago, uh, they have a lot of rats. They're a large city. It's unsurprising, I guess. But apparently Orkin, the pest control company, ranks the rattiest cities in the country. And Chicago's <laughs> up there. Uh, so anyway. Do we like, have the ranking? Do we know the ranking? I don't have the full ranking. Uh, okay, you keep going. I'll see if I can find the Release ranking. the rat rankings. Yeah, the, ra- <laughs> the rat ranks. Oh, here we go. It's number one. Six oh. consecutive years. Number one radius city. Good. Thank God Trump doesn't still have a fucking Twitter account. We'd be like, <laughs> filthy city, so many rats. Number one for years. Um, but yeah, so they got all these rats. And I mean, does anybody even like, I guess people are complaining. But also, if you live in a city, that's just kind of part of it. That seems like a real like Andrew Yang Instagram post kind of complaint that there's like rats in New York. Um, so they were like, hey, we'll fix it. You know what we should do? We're going to release 1,000 feral cats <laughs> to the streets. Release uh, them. Where'd you get them? That's what I want. They just know. have them, I guess, because they're <laughs> they like... just have them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're, we're, yeah they, they have... <laughs> it's, like the, it's like where they store the salt uh, yeah. in, those, in those big open air, like, covered things. It's just that, but it's full of cats. Yeah. It's full of angry, angry cats. Just <laughs> pissed off. Yeah, they say they get them from shelters, and basically, I mean, they use nicer language, but it's basically like, we have these cats that are too angry to ever be adopted, because they're yeah. so pissed off all the time and feral, and so then they were like, well, maybe you should just let them all out, and then I guess <laughs> enough people signed off on this. Uh, they also are calling it the Cats at Work program, which is very generous. <laughs> like, <laughs> these are feral cats. This is cats. a service animal. It's like, Yeah. <laughs> Service look, animal. Look at look at him working, just foaming <laughs> at the mouth, like scratching up like a small rat. Um, this is like a thing. I So I follow some Instagram accounts that do stuff with feral cats in New York. And it is like, because if you're, if you're a cat and you're born outside and you stay outside, uh, I think the window is like the first few months of life, they can sort of domesticate you. But if you're just out there, like the chances of you being able to live in a home are like pretty slim. You're going to be an outdoor cat for your whole life because you're just not going to be there. You're just not going to be able to be socialized. So the thing you do is you trap them and get them neutered and then you just release them back out into the street. Cause like you don't want them to have more babies, but they're yeah. not going to be able to like live anywhere cause they're too psycho, you know? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's, I mean, it, look, if like, they're, if they're neutered, put them to work, give them a little work vest while they're like foaming at the mouth and twitching and like causing carnage. Yeah. yeah. Why not? But, how do they, how are they going to deal with the cats? So here's the plan for that. Are they going to release dogs? Wild (laughs) dogs? For want of a horseshoe nail, the the city of Chicago has fallen. It would be so funny if they did another fire. They're like, one of the feral cats knocked over a lantern. And uh, (laughs) where this shit is back. Um, They did did another fire. It's like, no one's got any new ideas. Everything's a reboot now. (laughs) Oh, they're doing another fire? They're doing another fire. God damn it. So they they capture the feral cats. I love when they're like, they humanely capture the feral cats because all that that in my mind is just someone holding a feral cat far away from them while it like scratches <laughs> the shit out of their arms and they're like running. Like that's what I imagine humanely capturing yeah, a feral cat. They're running with it held out in front of them. Yeah. Like, ew, 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 like, cage, 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 cage. <laughs> <laughs> like, box, box. Um, so I guess they capture them and then here's the thing. This is like, I don't know how, there's so many people that, how do you get through this without anybody like, no. So they they place they they assign them places 
and places get a, an approval for a working cat. And once <laughs> they do that, the property and business owners are responsible for the cat's well-being. So the property and business owners provide food, water, shelter, and wellness, which I guess is like therapy, uh, to the cats <laughs> who work for them. And most cases, our cats work become beloved members of the family or team, which I sort of get. But this is also like the exact deal old villages made with like ogres. <laughs> like, yeah, like we'll feed <laughs> that's you exactly and what's us. happening. Except it's yeah. like a furious small cat. We will keep our respectful distance uh, and, and you know, fear you the way that you appreciate, but we will also yeah. offer you protection uh, if you help us. Oh, yeah, yeah the cat, absolutely. The cat, the cat lives on the far hill, the hill in the distance, <laughs> exactly. home of the cat. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I guess they just feed these feral cats. Like, I, I mean, I, get, I guess I get it, but it seems like feral cats would still, like, attack, right? I feel like they're no. more aggressive than rats. I mean, it de- it depends. Like, I'm assuming these cats are not the ones that are, like, full-on psycho. They're just ones that, like, wouldn't be happy living in a house. But, like, I, some of them you can pet. Like, you can... I, I know people who do work with ferals in New York. Like, some of them you can get close to. Some of them are just, like, going to keep their distance. But, like, they'll come and get fed and stuff. They just, like... They'll kind of... They'll just kind of mind their business the rest of the time. Yeah. I guess I don't even want to, like... They definitely don't, like, love you. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's just, like, when someone's whole job is to eat, like... The one of the most famously diseased animals. I would just be like, I'm not yeah. gonna pet that. Don't get too attached. Well, also, <laughs> I remember like reading about uh, how there are, there are occasionally like birds of prey that live in Central Park, and like almost always they die because they eat a poison rat. Like that's yeah. gonna happen to these cats, no mm-hmm. question. They're gonna eat. They're gonna eat a bad one. They're gonna get food poisoning. <laughs> eat a duck. You know. It's like a bad Clementine. Yeah. Like, Aish. ugh, what is this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um. they go to the wrong taco truck, and it's all over for him. <laughs> get food poisoning. Oh, great! Our feral cat has diarrhea <laughs> from eating <laughs> poisoned rats. Now this is now this is a good s- situation. Um, <laughs> definitely not a treatment worse than the cure just a feral cat you can't help it because it'll scratch the shit out of you just shitting all over all over your business great yeah (laughs) just just let it poop itself out and then (laughs) you know we'll we'll do whatever like yeah so i i mean i do one thing i also do like is like a city admitting that the rats have won which basically seems like what this also is because they're like we've tried everything humans can do we're just gonna i would let cats out I would love for you guys. I do have the Orkin list of the rattiest cities. Okay. I would love. So Chicago is number one. I would love for you guys to try to guess a couple of the other ones. Um, like in out the of top ten, I think New York. Like, probably give me, lower give me like a top think. five. I, I would say yes. New York is lower than I think. New York might probably think. like four. Close. Five. Give me. What do you think is number two? I feel like I have this feeling it's going to be like a weird Canadian city. It's just something. the U.S. It's just it's the just, U.S. Oh, okay. I was like, it's going to be like like some... Um, Miami. Um, Miami is not... Surprise? I would have thought it was uh, higher, but Miami is number 20. So, yeah. no. Um, they have more stuff down there that will kill the rats. Yeah, that's true. If we were ranking animals. iguana cities, yeah, Miami hate, would be top of the list. I hate to say it. Detroit's probably on there. Do they have De- all be dead? Detroit... Detroit is number six. Okay, because I was like, that or they just got eaten by all the wild dogs. I will Stanford. say you have you have both lived in one of these cities. DC. Oh, DC's up there, yeah. DC DC is number four. It's a great San, environment. San Francisco for because of Nancy Pelosi. San Francisco is number five. So okay. yes, because of Nancy Pelosi. <laughs> Anywhere she's there's tried a to little help. asterisk on here. Yeah, <laughs> is Nancy Pelosi between... Willard? 
the new investigation <laughs> by what Nancy a time Pel- pod. Nancy Pelosi is Willard, and that's why it's DC and San Francisco because that's where she spends a lot of her time. How, so, how many top five number, did we get already? So you have Chicago number one, DC number four, San Francisco number five. So and there's New York two is left. Two or three. New York is three. New York is number three. Two. I'm trying to think of like where rats prefer to live. It's a city that constantly makes fun of New York for being full of rats. Is higher than New Philadelphia. York. No. Los Angeles. Los, Los Angeles I, is number I thought two. Thought so, but I was like, they yeah. have so many coyotes and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good point. But nope. Chicago, Los Angeles, New York, DC, so San Francisco. There are more that's rats in five. Los Angeles than in New York. Yep. It's got. It's like a per capita thing, or no? I don't know. I don't know what the. Uh, because Los Angeles obviously is hugely sprawling. So, yeah. like, if we're just talking about like, there's more surface area. I feel. How like. many so rats I guess, per hole? I guess this is ranked by a number of rodent treatments performed in the last year by Orkin. Maybe so that's maybe New York. Maybe New York care. just has a lot, and we don't give a shit. Yeah, yeah it's, like it's fucking, possible. Yeah, they're around. Just don't like <laughs> touch them and stuff. Because I Leave think that's alone. like like the entirety of the subway is basically. It's there. It's theirs. Yeah, like like it's not nobody's ours. nobody's. Can you imagine calling up an extermination fucking company in New York and being like, "Hey, Ed, uh, I'm looking for someone to do the subways." <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, yeah. that would be like a Halliburton level. Like, it would be like the greatest contract you ever received. It was like, right? We just got the subway contract as rat killers. <laughs> I'm sure it's they just do the guy some, from but vastly fat, getting down there, knocking them out. That's right. But yeah, like that's we're visitors down there. That's their home. That's not we're we're yeah. just we're guests. Uh but yeah, I think I talked about this on the podcast at one time. Like I'm um I would I would classify myself as an animal lover and I saw a a a dying rat on the street and it like it bummed me out so much because I was like, Man, if you were any other animal, I would try to help you. But there is there is absolutely nothing I can do that won't get me laughed at in this situation. Like I'm not, I cannot call a vet about a dying rat. <laughs> like I would be hung up on. There's no way I can help like, this poor soul. Got like a little baby bottle full of like trash water that you're like feeding it, <laughs> nursing yeah. it back to health. Yeah. Garbage juice, just like <laughs> syringe feeding it garbage juice. Little yeah. slices of pizza until he gets back on his feet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, just cradling it in a dirty diaper. Just like, you're home, buddy. It's your nest. Yeah. I feel like yeah. the tails betray rats so much. I feel like they'd be so much cuter if they didn't have those nasty tails. You know? Yeah, I don't know. I I think they're pretty cute, but it's Great. it's more just like it's hard to see an animal be suffering, even if it's a rat. Uh, yeah. That's Plus, they're like never like clean. They're disgusting. It's not like I couldn't touch it. Like, I, there's nothing I could do about it. Yeah. It's just a sad thing I saw and was like, sorry, man, I wish you were literally any other animal and I would maybe yeah. be able to help you. <laughs> like, where's the glow up for the rats? Where's the makeover game for rats? Clean them off with like Dawn dish soap and then they look beautiful. Aw. Um, yeah, also, like a, a sentimental Dawn commercial of picking up rats from the trash and making yeah. them nice and clean and then giving them to people as pets and they just give them diseases immediately. <laughs> <laughs> I, finally saw, I finally saw the ad for that phone game where you make over like a lady with stink lines who falls in a puddle and i was like <laughs> excited to see it because i'd only heard about it um, i've been getting that's that one i've been getting the thing patty is talking to where somebody plays the game really wrong and it makes you mad i've been getting that for makeover ones where it's like here it's time to go to the beach i'm gonna give you heavy eyeliner and not shave your armpits <laughs> and then it's just like the woman getting humiliated and it's like play this yeah. game now the, the one i saw was like yeah it was the stinky lady who had like kind of looked like a rat because she had like long hair that covered like her whole body. And then 
they like tried to give her a makeover and they're like there was some sort of alert that popped up that said she was too cold and then it the game ended and i was like did she die from hypothermia because they put her her hair was her hair was protecting her it was regulating her temperature they put her in a crop top and then she shivered a lot and then it was like game over and it was like what that's it okay well that's the game Well, yeah, um, honorable mentions on this rat list. Anywhere that I am sort of surprised by, I guess, Denver is pretty high, which I thought maybe it would have been unseasonable for rats, but it's number nine. Mm. Um, Philly and Baltimore are seven and eight, which which tracks to me. Those are pretty ratty cities. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Uh, Nothing nothing too shocking on here, I would say, but kind of interesting. I definitely would have put New York at number one over Chicago and L.A., so... That's kind yeah, of surprising. It makes to me. more sense once you find out it's reported cases. Right. <laughs> but yeah, good luck to these cats. They have their work cut out for them. Yeah. You know, respect our respect our workers. I hope they're, you know, getting good wages and paid time off and health insurance and all that. Yeah, I hope they have a plan for the cats when their work is done. Right. What's the retirement like? Yeah. Are these are they on pension? What's happening? Little gold are watch. They gonna, are they like spade or are they gonna? <laughs> are they gonna? You know, because I mean, they're gonna. Yeah, I'm they sure they're. Yeah, I'm sure they're not having baby cats. Uh, you can't do that. <laughs> Sometimes when I get really high, I wonder if my cat is sad that she never had children. That's like a thought I have a lot with my spade the cat. <laughs> it's mm. like, did you want to be a mother? Is this something you feel you're missing out on? I think that's definitely not a- projecting here. It's <laughs> totally fine. <laughs> I think that's as good of a, a, a scra- head scratcher as any an inward look to, to close out the podcast with. Do you think cat's cat's cat is sad that it never had kids? <laughs> Does she regret it? I'm just wondering. Sound off in the comments. <laughs> well, yeah. Should we uh, should we do plugs on Let's that contemplative it. note? Let's do it. Plugs, 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 Patreon.com slash World of Time Pod. It's the best way to support the show. It's, you know, bonus episodes, hundreds, well over 100 bonus episodes, an episode a week. We got, you get a live show video, you get a Roadhouse commentary track. Um, you get, uh, uh, other stuff as well, including a, um, uh, free shipping on orders from our new store. I'll get to that in a minute, but, uh, we have, uh, well, we don't, I guess we don't have any imminent goals cause we hit our goal of 1200 patrons. So we're going to be doing death nut challenge at some point. Uh, you will soon be soon. able to reap the rewards of a recently hit goal. If you sign up. Yeah. Got him. Um, so that's going to, yeah, well, we'll, we'll think the of, spicy uh, nuts. We're gonna die. So we, we're, we'll have more goals soon, but at the 2000 level, we're going to do the uh, NFL Combine. So uh, definitely join up, get in on the ground floor, and get lots of uh, free stuff uh, as well for, for doing that. Patreon.com slash whatatimepod. Um, as I said, you get free shipping at our store, whatatimepod.bigcartel.com. Uh, lots of great stuff on there, including the Goblin Stance design which uh does not look like a puka but uh in fact looks like sort of more of a canonical goblin like a green guy a classic uh, it's, it's an eli design it's very popular and it's very uh enjoyable to look at to me so uh check that out um if you like the show leave us a review on itunes that's a thing that is apparently supposed to be good um for discoverability and things like that um check out the discord link in the description for that um, and, uh, if you're at the $10 patron level, you can, uh, get access to the private channels. 
Um, we have a YouTube channel. There's a link in the description. We have all of our links are at uh, whatatimepod.com. There's a whole we got a whole list of them there for everywhere to to check out all this stuff. Um, we're what a time pod on Twitter, what a time pod on Instagram, what a time podcast at gmail.com. Um, and I am Patty Moe on the stuff. Uh, other than the, uh, the, uh, high and mighty appearance that we, we all did, um, which should be, we think out this week. Um, I did an episode of, uh, Howell Dottie's fast track, which is, um, I did the bonus episode, which is a parody song paradise. And we wrote a, uh, we had 30 minutes, according to the rules of the episode, to uh, write after rolling some dice and coming up with uh, what the topic and what the song we're going to be parodying were. Wrote a uh, parody song of Oh What a Night, uh, December 1963, but about the movie Jaws. So if you want to hear me actually sing that, um, which uh, is gruesome or was gruesome to record, <laughs> uh, check out uh, uh, Howl Dottie's Fast Track and check out the bonus uh, episode, um, which would obviously require you to subscribe. So yeah, that's it for me. Um, I have another podcast called Lie, Cheat, and Steal. It's a true crime podcast about liars, frauds, thieves, and bullshitters. Uh, we just recorded some in-person episodes because I was in Austin. So there's one on the Patreon right now about Cape Coral, Florida, um, which should not exist uh, and was founded by scammers, which is very interesting. And uh, there should be a free one out by the time this comes out. Uh, about Millie Vanilli, which was really fun to record. So definitely check that out. We've moved to once a week episodes now, so um, you'll get four a month, uh, two on our Patreon, patreon.com slash lie, cheat, and steal, and two on the free feed. Um, I'm Kath Barbadoro on Twitter. I hope to have more stand-up dates soon. Thank you to people who came out to see me in Austin. I really appreciate it. Um, I think that is all I have to plug. Uh, just the normal stuff. Follow me on Instagram at Chili's Restaurants, Twitter, my name, Eli Uden, E-L-I-Y-U-D-I-N. Uh, I also do a show called TV&D with some friends from college where we play D&D as different TV casts. We are currently doing Futurama. You can either watch them live on Twitch at twitch.tv slash TVND uh, on Thursdays at 9.30 Eastern, or you can watch all of the episodes we've ever done on YouTube. Uh, it's a fun time. Check those out. Bye, everyone. Bye, everyone. Check it all out. Goodbye, See you everyone. next time. <laughs>